and we're back. You're listening to Lights, Camera, Cleveland. I'm Rob Alderman. With me, as always, the Hollywood Slanky. My condolences to all of you for listening. With him, as always, AMC Mike. Hi. Did you like that? I gave you more of an intro. Uh, yeah, like way bigger, just like longer. AMC Mike. I don't know. Except for now, you, now, I, now you made me sound like that camel commercial where it's hump Wednesday. <laughs> it's like, Mike, 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 Yeah, Mike. yeah, no, 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 no. Let's AMC Mike. But it's okay, because we don't. We don't need to worry about your name or my name right now, because the well, only one who needs to worry is the slinky who picks a topic. Ready, go. Travis Beecham, local celebrity screenwriter and oh. and Twitter mafioso. <laughs> Get it right, Slinky. Released this week uh, the trailer for his new, directed by <laughs> Travis Beecham, sh- short independent film, The Curiosity. The Curiosity. What? Um, and uh, the trailer is out, so you have seen it. Uh, I guess uh, mini preview review. Ready, go, Rob. Hi, <laughs> you know what? It's it's beach of me. It's real beach of me, right? Like we know the things he likes now because we we follow him on the tweets, right? And we know about like uh, Carnival Row and like just the stuff he likes. He's kind of steampunky in that you know he wants to be like. Um, M. Night Shyamalama. Ding right dong. That guy. But with like... Um, but not just a twist at the end. But not just a twist at the end, right? Like yeah. he wants it to be like... Twisty. Weird, weird like M. Night, but not like... But then steampunky. Instead of like... It's like, it's all like it's like all his stuff is like the lady in the pool or whatever. That, right. That one. Yeah, but I mean of all of the M. Night movies to emulate... <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? There's only one worse. <laughs> Avatar. What? Yeah, there's at least two Avatar's worse. not M. Night. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. No, James Cameron did Avatar. No. no. Slinky, are you okay? <laughs> Suddenly this light just went off. Oh, oh, it all makes sense now. No. No, I... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Google it, dude. Wrong Avatar. James Cameron made yes. Avatar. M. Night Shyamalan made The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, that you knew what we were saying. You were just being pretentious. Yes. <laughs> wow. It's my role on this podcast. <laughs> You're just being pretentious. You knew what we meant. <laughs> you were being pretentious like a Travis Beecham trailer. I'm just saying. You and That him, was pretty Travis yeah, Beecham-y. Yeah, that was Beecham-y. I will beat Arthur, you son. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you think of that trailer? Um, I okay. I actually liked it. Yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it had a really fun magical feel to it. Uh, it it had a bunch of um, uh, a, I, I got a lot of flashes of different movies from it, but like none of them were bad. Um, I like it, it felt there was a, a hint of um, what's the magician movie. With the two the prestige, mag- yeah, I felt a li- there was a little bit of the prestige. I mean, well, there was a top hat and goggles. Yeah, which you know that pretty much makes it. That's um, the only thing I don't like is the title. Like it was just like that's prestigious, you know. Like that was like you know the key. I don't think it's I don't think it's the title so much as the logo design. Yeah, the logo didn't help either. Yeah, like because it's kind of got this Native American line, arrowy fishbone thing across the bottom. That Which didn't, but it didn't, didn't, but it didn't fit with the trailer. Though it doesn't feel like 
Celtic folklore steampunk. Like I, I kind I felt like it was like uh, whatever he thinks merfolk merfolk uh, art looks like. You know, I mean, and who knows what that looks like? I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're right in his target audience. Because what I was about to say is, like, this whole trailer is like fairies and murder. Like, it's like, yeah, custom made for AMC Mike. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Did we watch the or same trailer? Maybe it's, I didn't see any fairies. Or maybe it's... Or mermaids. It's her. She, That's what she... She swam halfway across the world to check it out. Well, sure, but this is a she swam. strange world. Maybe the world is tiny. No, I think it's... I got this feeling, like, the coastal water thing, and, I, like, I just get, I get this feeling that she's Atlantean. If she's not a mermaid, she's definitely found a water some nymph trinket or something. Okay. I think anyway. Yeah, she's got the pointy ears and like the elfin features, you know, like so like the idea would be she's kind of ancient. You know, that's Or that's very the, young. Yeah, for, I, right. Cuz that's what fa- fairies do when they're very young. They have pointy ears? No, they go out into the world and they mess oh, stuff up. See, that's I told what you fairies is, do. I told you this is your movie. I don't know. I like it. In, in the end, I like it. Well, all right. You know what else I like? Coming right back. And we'll come right back in a moment. But no more pretentiousness for you. Oh, that's not going to happen. I know. We'll be right back. Lights, camera, Cleveland. For those of you at home who are listening by force. From those of you at home that had to listen to Slinky wear his tight jeans during the last segment. But like not sexy tight jeans, just (laughs) tight, tight jeans. (laughs) Well, there's a difference. No, that's true. There's tight jeans where you go, oh, look at that cute butt. And then there's tight jeans where you go, oh, how are they sitting? No, ouch. So this was a no ouch, how is he sitting? Yeah, like it was was cranky. You're savage. Slinky hit me with some box office numbers. We're going to start with number six this week. What? Number six was The Free State of Jones. It's premiere week at $7.6 million. Okay. And that's as good as it gets that's for The Free as State as of gets. Jones. Yeah. yeah, I think Unless I go. Unless yeah. I go, it doesn't make another penny. No. <laughs> and it's not on my schedule, although I want to see it. It's done. I feel uh, like it's so Netflixy. Like, yeah. It doesn't scream at me. You get, it doesn't scream at me like you have Big to go scream. see this in the in the theater. It screams at me like, man, eh, maybe I should be in soft pants. <laughs> Number five, The Conjuring Two, bringing in seven point seven million dollars for its three week total of eighty six point nine million. Now, how is that? Is that good at this point? Um, well, does it, it's not over a hundred million. I mean, it's it's an inexpensive film. Yeah, I, I think it only cost forty million to make. So for it to domestically bring in double that, I mean, it's profitable at this point, and then it still doesn't include any overseas numbers. So nobody's so complaining. Nobody's complaining. Gotcha. No, and it's a horror film, so you you come into that with lower expectations. Yeah, just by nature. Number four, The Shallows. Mm-hmm. 
this one premiered last week, bringing in sixteen point eight million. The reviews have been good. Yeah, people like this one. The reviews have been good. Number three, Central Intelligence. Uh, this is its second week out, bringing in eighteen point two million dollars. So it's got a two week total of sixty nine point two. That one's not bad. That's, that's good for bad. comedy. That's good for a summer comedy. Yeah, that's not bad. So and and you know, uh, um, yeah, no, I, I yeah, mean, that's what I always yeah. thought. I agree. Number two, Independence Day resurgence. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was going to go on this thing about, I was going to make this joke about Kevin Hart being big in China, you know, but I just. It was just, it wasn't what it was. It wasn't what it it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Independence Day resurgence, bringing in $41 million for its opening weekend. Uh, This was a disappointment. This was less than what people expected it to do. Even in its first, just on its first weekend, what were they hoping? They were hoping. They want to break the hundred on the first weekend. Well, I don't know that they were necessarily. I'm hoping they want. I'm sure they wanted to. I mean, this well, film, everybody wants. Right. This to. film cost 165 million, so, so it's they, not, they wanted to make more than they that. They wanted yeah. to make more than 40. Sure. And number one, this is no surprise. Uh, for the second week in a row, Finding Dory bringing in 72.9 million dollars for a two-week total of. Two hundred and eighty-five million dollars. Good God! Yeah, it's an unstoppable monster of a fish. Yeah, it's swimming angry. (laughs) It's swimming angry. I like that. That was a good throwback. Yeah, AMC Mike. Um, well, what are we doing next? What comes? What is after this? What do we do after this? A little bit of big news, and then. uh, and then we've got some time to do whatever we want, and then a preview review. All right. Well, we'll come back. Uh, I'm sure our audience is eagerly looking forward to doing whatever they want, which is turn this off. We'll be back in a moment. Light, camera, clean room. to give you back now I knew you have a thing to say I was talking to a listener we have a faithful listener I out don't there believe now. that at all it's we true. have at least one his name's Britton Meathy oh we've and got two I so Britton Brit Meathy say hey to Britton he was like so I'm uh, I am not talking to Britton uh, <laughs> since the Brexit <laughs> since the Brexit <laughs> so Britton was saying to me like um he he really loves carrot cakes um reviews the accent the reviews are questionable <gasps> but the accent um, the, <laughs> the accent and so you know he's going to be sad we don't have a carrot cake review for this week um but i i did think we might mention that so the carrot cake could feel the love sure right and he was like 
I was listening to it, and I thought, is this racist? But I don't know what race this is. And I said, that's how we feel. I don't think it's racist at all. I don't think it's racist. And I can't really take uh, Britain's opinion on this seriously since he got lost on the Greenway. Right. The Greenway. Lost on a straight line. He he goes goes forward or backward. (laughs) And and he got lost. (laughs) So for him to be judging anyone else on anything... I'm not saying it was judgment. He likes it. I'm just just saying the only thing questionable here is his sense of direction. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly enough, that's true of carrot cake. (laughs) Well, yeah. Anyway, you want to know what time it is? Well, but the difference between carrot cake and Britain is carrot cake stayed in the European (laughs) Union. That's true. (laughs) You want to you want to know what time it is? Oh, you know. (laughs) What? You want to know? Yes. You want to know? Yes. Slinky. Hey, Slinky. Yes. You want to know? It's time for the big news! This is the part that we're really excited about. This is the part. It's so, it's so very I'm exciting. I'm stuck in my tight pants again. Oh, no. We've scoured the internet looking for all of the big news in Hollywood that happened this past week. beard is so bushy now. That's really getting there, man. Isn't that a whole other podcast? It's, just, it's, just really, it's really getting there. Is that good or bad? Oh no, I like you know me. I'm a beard dude. Now I'm feeling judged. I, I look. I'm not being judged. I'm shaving. I, me too. AMC Mike. I wish you would never I, shave that beard. I know it's, it's but I, I can't like I only get it on like the front, so it's like I get the twirly must like villain mustache, like a dusty stash. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about all that. Anyway, sorry. You and your Rock, glorious, you, know, you and your glorious. Slinky beard. likes to twist it. He's got so. a Kenny Loggins beard. He does. We our beards get caught together. It's like Velcro. <laughs> I'm just. <that's> how, <laughs> this whole thing went places I wasn't. I'm just taking the highway to the danger zone, bro. That's right. No, I know, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, Slinky, cut this news loose. Footloose. So. This was a slow news. Kick off that Sunday news. This was a slow news. Please. Are you done? Are we done? Are you done? Are you done? Yeah. Is done. MC Mike. Okay. (laughs) (coughs) This was a really slow news week, guys. Clearly. (laughs) I gotta tell you, like when the biggest when the biggest news when the biggest news is the Academy of uh, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Brought in like a bunch of new uh, new members, and most of them were girls or uh, people of race. Like it's a slow news week. I mean, that's good right? news. So I had to scour and go a little deeper. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! No! Please, Louise, pull me off of my knees. It is good news that we are having a more diverse academy. But is it the big news? I will- Jack. Rumple up your big news right now and make you eat that paper. Get back! It is good. Say it is good and then we can move on. Come on before we crack. I will shave your beard while you sleep. Lose your shoes. Everybody cut for this. You guys are asses. <laughs> do you know what do you know what day it is? <laughs> Anyway, so what is the news? The the perfect fit. (sighs) Okay. They are making Tetris into a movie. Because it works so well for Battleship? 
And Larry Kasanoff said, who is he's the producer. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me just say there's a guy who sits across from me at work. Right. Right? His name is Xavier. <laughs> we are, this one's for you, Xavier. And he listens all day long to the Tetris soundtrack. What? Okay, he's now become my favorite Why? employee at your work. And Why would anyone do that? That doesn't make know. any sense. It's bizarre. Okay. It's bizarre. I just want to rotate him and then drop him into a slot. Yeah, I understand. So get he- this. Producer Larry Kasanoff said, but all good things come in threes, right? What? So, it's what? not just one film. Oh. It would be a trilogy. Of Tetris movies? The Tetris trilogy. <laughs> this sounds so horrific. But it's not because... It's not... He said, quote... <laughs> he said uh, that he's not trying to... Uh, he said, this isn't us splitting the last film of our eight movies into two just to wring blood out of the stone. This is just a big story. <laughs> Alright. What? <laughs> well, listen, I can't wait. Sto- I can't wait to crucify this later. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This sounds absolutely awful. Uh, it's supposed to be a big science fiction movie. <laughs> Am I allowed to give it a hand <coughs> for the preview? And the theme of the film will be creating order out of chaos. No. He did note, however, quote, we're not going to have blocks with feet running around in the movie. Because that would be silly. But it's great that people are thinking so, because it sets the bar so low. Yeah, that would be better. What? He's happy that the bar is low for his movie? Evidently. What? I think we should uh, kickstart our own movie right now. The Tic-Tac-Toe movie. The Tic-Tac-Toe movie? Yes. A classic Let's lock it down. science fiction romp. About X Quadrilogy, directed the- by Travis Beecham. <laughs> I love it. You know, like, it'd be like tic-tac-toe versus cat. So, here's the deal. We don't know what our next section is, right? Like, well, the next thing we're going to do? We're not sure. Correct. So, when we come back, we're going to do something we haven't yet figured out. Correct. That's good. Before. We'll be right back. I'll Maybe. Maybe. Something. It's not supposed to be the camel, it's just AMC Mike. Just one mic, not Hi, Mike. we're Lights Camera Cleveland. I'm the Hollywood Slinky, and uh, I'm also here with Rob Alderman. Um, I'm here as well. For those of you who've been longtime listeners, uh, sorry. <laughs> right? We'll turn it off. But <laughs> also, um, also, you may be familiar that we used to do a segment that we called the, uh, the Slinky Sound Off. It was where because you get mad, you, I do. you get a little bit of a craw in your tight pants. I do. Sometimes, so tight. Sometimes something would happen in in Hollywood or movies or something, and and uh, I would get so angry about it that I just would need thirty seconds to just sort of sound off. Right. Uh, and when it was done, uh, you know, 
then uh, Rob and AMC Mike would take a moment to affirm or right, like try to talk you off the ledge a little bit, help yeah. you feel better about life, or judge him. But today, right? We, sometimes we today we've got him. a little something different because it's not me that's angry. What? You're right. always angry. I know it's bizarre, but today actually it's Rob who has something that's made him mad. I do, and so today we're doing the Robbie rage. <laughs> I'm full of rage, Slinky. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tell me, what is the focus of your rage? Here's the deal. I got mad enough today to actually tweet to a celebrity. And so what I did was I sent a tweet in the Twitterverse to Mark Hamill himself. And I let him know that I don't necessarily trust the idea that they've just announced they're expanding The Killing Joke. Now, for those of you who don't know, The Killing Joke is easily on the top five comic books of all time. Yep. And I'm not one of these guys that always says the movie has to be just like the written work, right? I've said that a bunch of times. But the fact is, they're the ones that kept saying they were going to make it as close to the comic book as possible, right? So I just think it's wrong. I think it's, it's uncool to mess with something after you say, hey, we're bringing back Mark Hamill... And what's his face? Who plays the Batman guy? Kevin Conroy. Right. So Kevin Conroy and ba- and and Mark Hamill are coming back. They're going to play the main characters. This is basically like the final Batman Joker story ever, right? It's supposed to be like kind of the end of their whatever relationship. And then you say, oh, but by the way, now we're changing it. So I actually wrote Mark Hamill today, and I said, hey, you need to let me know that this is going to be all right. But he didn't tweet back because he's too busy eating dumpster grapes with the other guy. What's his name? John Boyega. John Boyega. He was to be fair, I would eat dumpster, dumpster grapes with him instead of tweeting you well, back. You want to know what? That's different because you don't hang out with John Boyega a lot, and you hang out with me all the time. I'm just but saying. But he hangs out with John Boyega all the time. Or does he? Or does he, or does he just hang much. out outside of his trailer? You're with a grapes. troublemaker. Your wife is a troublemaker. Whatever. Look at this. I'm going to remember this, John Boyega. That's your new name. Now on. I'm Rob Alderman. With me, the Hollywood slinking with him, John Boyega. You wish. I wish. Anyway, that's what I'm mad that meant I would be I hanging out with Mark with, Hamill. Hey, listen. This isn't, this isn't the AMC Mike Crush Hour. I'm pretty sure your 30 seconds are up, Buster. No, you're not allowed to determine that. I'm Wait, pretty I'll sure. look right here. It's been no, a minute listen, and a if half. We, if we erase the amount of time that you talk about your crush on John Boyega, then I'm only hey, at slinky. like a minute. Are we done? Fair enough. <laughs> Let me just say, Rob, I'm sorry that they seem to be changing your favorite comic book story of all time. Sometimes life is hard. (laughs) We don't always get to ride off into the sunset on a motorcycle. Sometimes we have to just sling our backpack over our back and slowly walk away, leaving the town behind us and all we care about. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. You hear me, Mark Hamill and John Boyega? I'm putting on my backpack. I'm going to get my own dumpster grapes. I'm going to walk the world. 
in search of comic books that don't get messed with when they become cartoon movies. <laughs> You're listening to Lights, Camera, We'll be right back. I don't know who is going to sleep on that futon. Britain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm so sorry. Hey, I missed the funniest conversation <laughs> between John Boyega and Slinky just now. It was amazing. I just want to take a second to do a public service announcement, if I could. Yeah, please do. Okay. Do you need music? No, I'm good. Okay. Britain. <laughs> I know you're lost right now. <laughs> But here's the deal. My friend, the path only goes two directions. Turn around. Walk back the way you came. Right now. Just stop. Turn around. And walk back the way you came. Then you won't be lost. At all. And you're actually not lost now. <laughs> it feels like you're lost. I get this. I, I understand. There's a path. It's going straight. There's only one way. It can be confusing. But you have to just sort of fuck up. You're not as lost as you feel. It's all math. You're not alone. Because just ten yards on the other side of those trees is a neighborhood. (laughs) Full of affluent white Americans. And little kids. And their minivans. And little kids on bikes who will happily lead you to civilization should it get bad. You're surrounded by so many soccer moms. Just turn around. That might be why he was lost, though. He was <laughs> trying to hide from them. You're faced with a choice, my friend. Forward or backward. Which will then become forward the other way. Mind blow. It's complicated, we know. Not as complicated as the pre- this is the part of the show where we have scoured the interwebs. Uh, this is the other part of the show where we've scoured the we interwebs. We do a lot of scouring. scouring. We scour twice. But this is the part where we've scoured the interwebs for all of the trailers, commercials, reviews, articles, news, anything we can find about the movies that are starting this Friday at your local theater. We've watched all of those previews. We've watched all of those interviews. We've watched and read everything we could. And based on that information, we're now going to tell you whether or not the movie is worth seeing or not. If it's going to be great or if it's something you should hate. We did not actually see the movie because we're professionals and don't need to. True. Don't have to. Slinky, what do we got coming up? The Purge election year. Uh, Two years after choosing not to kill the man who killed his son, former police sergeant Barnes has become head of security for Senator Charlene Rowan, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares because Ethan Hawke's not in it anymore. I'm glad you said that in, like, movie voice. I know. I thought it was important. It was good. Uh, Rob, what do you think? The Purge Remember when this was going to be good? (laughs) Like, do you remember when the first movie was going to be good? Hate, 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 hate. I hate everything about this trailer. I'm not going to see this movie. I don't think anyone should see this movie. 
But tell us how you really feel. Ah, uh, you know, I don't know that I'd go. AMC Mike. It's, I hate everything it, about this. It's Purge Day. It's Purge Day, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I hate the concept from the very first movie. I didn't, I know we we talked about it before when we were on the radio station. We talked a lot about it. And I just, it's a Did, movie. Were you with me on the first one or not? I didn't know. I hated it. I think it the before. first one was maybe, and again, I, I don't remember. I think maybe the first one was Look Scary But Not My Kind. Maybe. Yes. I just, yeah, that's what I, I, I just, remember. for me, like, this is just a movie that's going, look at people doing bad things for three years now in a row, you know, or whatever. I just, there's, there, there's no good in this. Right. Right, yeah. And, you know, like, no one's going to walk out of this movie and, and feel good. Right. Like, there, there's well, no a horror pop- movie, though. You're not supposed no, but, to walk out of a horror movie and feel good. No, but sometimes, like, the good guys win, or, you know, you, you yeah. defeat the bad guys. But the bad guys are your fellow Americans. Yeah, it, this, yeah. Is, this yeah. is gross. Yes, it's gross. That's the word. Yeah, yeah no, I hate it. I feel like the first film was a horror movie with a little bit of an underlying sort of deeper message. Right, yeah, it, it was sure. smart. And had a That's what I was drawn to. Yeah. A political note to it. And then they made, uh, this is now the second sequel to it. You know, once Ethan Hawke left that first film, you know, I think it's the movie's credibility went away. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's now they're just cheap horror movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gonna hate it. Yeah, it feels like um, uh, torture porn a little bit. Yeah, no, totally, and yeah, I hate but, those yeah. things. Yeah, and I really, I really, I loved the concept of the first one. I was actually kind of bummed with the. I saw it right because mm-hmm. I loved it. I had graded it, and um, I loved the concept. Was great. It was actually high concept. It seems These like it'd be a better low. book. The, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I think we talked about that. That it kind of felt it felt literary. Um, those first, you know, those those uh, first trailers. But yeah, it's gone downhill. The BFG, Steven Spielberg's new film about a little girl who encounters a big, friendly giant uh, who turns out to be a kind-hearted soul but is an outcast of the other giants because he refuses to eat children. AMC Mike. Oh. <laughs> I want to see it. It looks adorable. I mean, it, it, it looks pretty. It looks sweet. It looks fun. Dakota's excited about it. Yeah. You know, like there's, yeah, no, this it just feels magical. I'm, I'm grading it. You know, what about you, Slink? I, um, I'm a little mixed on this one. Uh, it's Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. So, but the problem is Steven Spielberg kind of makes two kinds of movies. Well, three. He makes three kind of movies. He makes, he makes uh, this the serious, uh, serious Oscar contender movies like, um, you know, Amistad or. Uh, um, uh, Schindler's List. Yeah. yeah, you know. Then he makes the you know the the greatest bubblegum pop rock action films in Indiana cinema, Jones, like Indiana Jones, yeah. right? And then he all and then he makes these like weird kiddie kind of films that never quite work, like uh, Hook. And um, you don't remember Hook? No, I remember Hook. I, I just think Hook is Hook genius. Works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Hook is genius. Okay, well, the general populace and the box office numbers do. Well, maybe the box office, but I I know most people that I like just chat with movies, like especially like if you go favorite Peter Pan movie, everyone says Hook. 
Really? Not Peter Pan? Not Peter Pan. It's That's both. weird, because Peter Pan's a better movie. I, I am just saying... Yes, but... This is an interesting moment of intrigue I wasn't expecting. From... No, it's just interesting where our conversations go sometimes. I never would have thought that Slinky was down on Hook. Like, to me, Hook is, like, a great example of, like, real life smashing into... It's everything you said, but positive for me. Like, you were just like... Then he makes, like, these quirky, weird, fantasy children things that... And right there... I would have said, yeah, kind of work, yeah. Except you were like, don't quite work. So that's all. Right. I, I, I felt Hook was charming. So, yeah. so that's kind of where I fall on this one. Like, it looks good, but I'm not quite sure that it's going to work. Sure. Um, but uh, I'm gonna, I think, probably err on the side of the fact that this is a very famous, uh, a very famous children's book, you know, um, and. Uh, and it is Steven Spielberg, so I'm just barely going to grade it. I'm giving it a full-on grade. You would, because I think Hook is awesome. <laughs> so all the exact, so all the same things you said, except for I think that's why I'm going to like it. I think the tail looks neat. I, I, I just like that, like the giant who's been ostracized because he won't eat children. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. May I have more? So let's purge more of this. Yeah, you know, like even that the, one of one of the very first trailers they put out for it was of her in the. I'm assuming I think it was an orphanage bed. You know, right. when he reaches for her, like it gave me chills. I was just like, oh, there's magic. Oh, there it is. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just afraid it's going to turn into the war horse. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's. I don't think you have. To, you should have that worry. Yeah, that's no, like we're the last. But that was the last children's, the last foray into the children's book thing that he did. This it, to me felt way more like ET. Like there's yeah, a, but the War Horse wasn't a children's book. Right? I, yeah, I like it was, was like an adult literary novel. I thought the War and it was Horse a play fell that more. He and his partner saw. I thought the War Horse fell more in the Schindler's List category yeah, I didn't than. Well, so, okay. All right. Maybe War Horse is a kid's book. I'll look I it up know. later. Maybe I, don't I just don't. I don't like care that. enough. Maybe you just don't like horses. <laughs> that could be. Tight what pants? else we got? What else Man, we got? Now I feel compelled to look up War Horse. Uh, Hook, Spear, and Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Just, hey, but it doesn't matter. It matters to me. Oh, you just want to be affirmed as to whether or not. He just wants to know if his crazy. pants aren't as tight as we oh, think okay. they are. No, that's, that's fine. Okay. I was going to say, it doesn't change how I feel about it. Yeah. Hook has a thirty percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What's its uh, What's its fan score? Seventy six percent. Yeah. There we go. So see, we're fans. Yep. And he's I'm a critic. critic. No, so, so I, but that that affirms me though. That means I mean we're where we should be. I feel you. You know, I mean, it's dumb. Okay, so <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, last up is the Legend of Tarzan. Uh, this one uh, is directed by David Yates, the guy who did the last, uh, you know, 18 hours of the Harry Potter movies. Yep. Um, and uh, stars Alexander Skarsgård, who is from um, uh, True Blood, and uh, also has Christoph Waltz, who is from... It doesn't matter because he's awesome! Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's the story of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. What do you think? Well... My thing was, when I first knew it was happening, was kind of right on the tails of Jungle Book. And I, I I felt like, man, I'm pretty uninterested. I've seen Tarzan. I've read Tarzan. I've had enough Tarzan. 
uh, Jungle Book's coming out, and it kind of was like a big surprise for me in the positive. Um, and I was like, right, these Jungle m- movies can be pretty epic, right? Then the trailer came out. Now, I want to say, I'm a Yates fan. I think Yates was brilliant with the Harry Potter films. I feel like he made the best Harry Potter films. Not the most childlike, wondrous films, but he made the best films of the series, right? Um, so I like Yates. Ah, Skarsgård, either way, I don't really know that much about him because I didn't watch True Blood, you know? But he he wears his no shirt, you know? That's his thing, what he's really known for. Oh, I'm sure we'll hear um, about that in a minute. And Christoph, yeah, John Boyega loves it. But, um, but I'm going to give this a barely great because I don't really care about seeing another Tarzan movie. But the trailer's pretty good. Like, that's how I feel. It's almost like, I feel like I'm looking at a thing, like, a really good pizza, but I'm just not in the mood for a pizza right now. So maybe you catch me on the right weekend, and I go, yeah, let's go. So because of that, I feel like I should give it a grade. I'm not saying I won't see it. Right. It's just not what I'm in the mood for right now. Yeah. Okay. You know? So, I, you know... I obviously you, love Christoph Waltz. Do you remember... Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I think it goes without saying. Christoph Waltz is one of the... Yeah, so I like coolest, Yates. I like Yates and Christoph. Yeah. So... Right. So I'm not saying I hate it in any way. I'm saying my barely great is just because I'm not in the mood for some Tarzan right now. Right. Well, first of all, I think David Yates is great. You know, he was Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, both the Deathly Hollows. He's directed Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You know, I mean, he's he's become the, the yeah. Harry Potter man. But uh, here's the weird thing about Tarzan is did, you said something interesting that that I had already been thinking, which is... Doesn't it feel like we see a Tarzan movie every summer? Yeah. We I, I don't. Was... But it feels like it. Right. And and I don't know why that is. Now, but uh, this was interesting because the trailers look like it's a cross between Disney's cartoon Tarzan mm-hmm. and, like, the couple of things that were good about the old... Uh, uh, Christopher Lambert Tarzan <laughs> Legend of Dr- Greystoke. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever seen Tarzan and the Legend of Greystoke, but the thing about, about that film, years. the thing about that film is you watch it and the whole time you're thinking, this could have been such an epic, amazing film. How did it suck so bad? Right. And, like, this looks like it could be everything that we all watched Greystoke and wanted. And wanted. Yeah. You know, but with like the cool tree surfing from the Tarzan cartoon thrown in for good measure, you know, and as if that's not enough, ladies and gentlemen, Christoph Waltz. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grade it, um, but I also have a, a little <clears throat> thing in the back of my mind that says kind of the same thing Rob was saying though, which is it feels like we see these all the time, and you know it, this just doesn't it just doesn't feel like the right time to want to see this kind of movie. Um, I, I think the problem is it's not a summer film. I think this should be should have probably been a fall release. Um, I don't know. So anyway, anyway, but I'm gonna, just not in the mood. But I'm going to grade it. MC Mike! Do you guys remember when Thor came out? Yeah. And <laughs> all, I think you know where I'm coming up, going already with this. And all the guys went, it's good, but... And like... Most guys couldn't put their finger on it, what they didn't quite get about it, and all of the ladies went insane over the Thor movie, because it was a, it was a superhero movie for girls. 
Yeah, it was. It this was is Tarzan. A cleverly disguised chick flick. This is Tarzan for girls, and I don't just mean because he's got his shirt off. But he does. He does. Yes, Much he does. Like carrot cake. Um, but. Like this, this is I think that I think I totally buy what you're saying. Right yeah. Now. Like as soon as you went down that road, I remember when we talked about yeah. four, and you were like, "You don't like it because it's a chick flick." Yeah. But they've tricked you. Yes, they did. That's exactly it. They tricked it's, me. I was like, "I'm supposed to like Tarzan? How come I don't like this?" Because it's a chick flick. Gotcha. I mean, you know, it, and I think it looks wonderful. I think it is nice to see this genre of movie. You just think it's nice to see. Uh, it's nice him to see with his him. shirt off. That's not the only also, also. But she's pointing out that also, like, it, there's a, a certain style to this film that the ladies like. Well, it just, we, this has not been done before. This is a, I think this is going to be a completely new angle on Tarzan. So what do you give it? I'm giving it a great. There you go. There you we go. We agreed on all three movies. Weird. I know. <laughs> I feel like we should fight now. <laughs> You've been fighting. Oh, yeah. Fighting has gone on. Well, you know. When you he don't wears have the, to fight anymore, John when he wears, Look, when he wears those tight <laughs> pants, I can't help myself. You can put those grapes down. <laughs> there can be peace in the trailer. Just turn around, Britain. Just turn around. I want my grapes. Turn Until around. next time. Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Rob, and I love movies. I'm AMC Mike, and I love movies. I'm the Hollywood Slinky, and I love movies. Let's, Let's all, all love, love movies, movies together. The uh, thoughts and opinions <laughs> expressed on Lights Camera Cleveland are those of Rob, AMC Mike, and the Slinky, and no one else. Somebody get AMC Mike some grapes. How could that? How could that opinion <laughs> not have been anybody else's? Uh, music for this podcast uh, given to us by John Cotton, and also a Scottish musician Scott Holmes, who has graciously given us his personal permission to use the theme music. Uh, that we've been using off the Creative Commons license and Yay. started listening to the podcast. So, I didn't tell you guys that because it's been kind of busy, but the dude who did the music in between segments the last couple podcasts, likes the podcast. Oh! Hi! So, anyway, he's in Scotland. That's cool. Yeah, he's all With right. his shirt on. We do. Woo! <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. Um, you've been listening to Lights, Camera, Cleveland. Turn around, Britain. Turn around. Every now and then he falls apart. Ha <laughs>